the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. You don't see this every day. Trading was halted seven minutes into the session. The S&P 500 plunges 7% in minutes. Trading stopped market-wide as the financial contagion has worsened. Oil has fallen massively. This is the beginning of a global recession. I don't think we can spin out of this. I don't think we can, like, sidestep it. Let's talk about it. Halting in the U.S. stock market. When it goes down so fast, they try to slow the sellers. Selling can be get selling, which can be get selling, which can be get selling. The losses came amid a raging global oil price war and continued fallout with the coronavirus. This is interesting. I saw this probably Saturday, and I was like, well, better enjoy my weekend now because Monday's going to be a rough open. Oil fell 30%. That's not supposed to happen like that. But the coronavirus concerns continue to weigh on investors as outbreaks grew in New York, California, Florida, amongst other states. Death toll now stands at 21. Still very nominal. The negative market open today extends the sell-off into its third week. Now, two weeks ago, it was a brutal sell-off, five days in a row. Last week, it was kind of a sideways. Now, this one's a big one. When you open down 1,500 points, we were talking like a couple weeks ago, wow, 1,000 point down, 1,000 point down, 1,000 point down. The circuit breakers are on. You don't see that every day. The cruise lines, oh, the cruise lines. Should I say that one more time? I'm not a big love boat fan. I love the TV show, but I don't want to get on a big old, you know, box of flu, drive around the bus in the ocean of flu. Nah. The State Department has warned, especially elderly, to avoid cruises. Carnival Cruises down another 5%. Royal Caribbean down 7%. Norwegian Cruise Lines down another 7%. They're all down 50% now, roughly. This comes after the Grand Princess Carnival Cruise Lines. Grand Princess has been docked outside San Francisco with 3,500 people on it. Yep. <laughs> so... Um, it's kind of interesting today. I had to, I, I got to be careful how I says. I went to a San Jose Quakes game on Saturday. 
kind of with the whole soccer club thing. And they sent out an email before the game that says, don't come if you're over 50. I'm like, ooh, sweet, I don't have to go. But that's kind of interesting, right? Don't come to a sports event if you're over 50. That's a wake up. Pretty sharp declines right now. How do you feel about it? Are you okay with um, a pullback? Um, Are you okay with a bear market? Because that's what we're looking like. Uh, Looking very bear market over here. Opening indication is looking to be very ugly. And it was. When I wake up at 3 in the morning, I typically wake up more like 4.30. But when markets are correcting and markets are dramatic, I'm up at 3, 3.30. Saudi Arabia signaled an oil price war. Oil ultimately falls 23%, nine, almost $10 a barrel in one day. Oil at $31 a barrel is not healthy. I once was uh, speaking with a State Department member, and one of the things that he taught me was, uh, you know, we're talking post-9-11 and destabilized world and terrorism, which for the record, we are one act of terrorism away from, I mean, just flat out being in a recession. And it's funny because it hasn't hit our jobs market yet. It's about to. That's the thought. Russia rejected a plan to cut production on Friday. The drop in oil is the worst since the Gulf War in 1991. So when I was talking to the State Department guy, and let me put this in funny ways, because there's a lot of political unrest in the Middle East. He says, you kind of want some healthy oil prices. Like The healthier the oil prices, the happier people are because the more money there is. If you're a Saudi Arabian prince and you're supporting Saudi Arabia and you're giving out sovereign wealth because you've got the oil, oil at $30 a barrel isn't nearly as profitable as oil at $50 or $60 a barrel, which is where we were start of the year. Now, for you and me, this would be great. In theory, gas prices will fall. It'll take a while to get in the system. Airlines get a break in large part because jet fuel will go lower. But airlines are kind of caught in that double whammy right now of the economy's likely going to slow, and in some ways already is in real ways. I saw a big tennis tournament in Palm Springs is canceled. I told you they sent out an email to everyone at the soccer game. Hey, don't come if you're over 50 or unhealthy. You've seen South by Southwest canceled. U.S. cases climbed to over 500. Still, if we were talking about this versus the common cold, we'd be like, whoa, this isn't that bad of a year. But the way it jumps, the way it feels like it can't be contained. Remember, coronavirus was contained completely in China not that long ago. Italy placed several northern cities on lockdown, essentially quarantining 15 million people. Italy's stock market down 10.7% today versus the 7% drop of the European stock market. So Italy's getting a little bit harder. 
growth concerns continue to exasperate the flight for safety to treasuries. Now, again, that 10-year treasury sits now at 43 basis points. It's probably going to hold. Expectations are at 25 basis points. But people are so freaked out right now, they'll buy a 10-year treasury yielding 43 basis points, less than one-half of 1%. I'd rather have my money in cash and wait for the white of their eyes. So circuit breakers are on. Things are being slowed down. The Dow's cratering. Oil prices are nosediving. Analysts are saying a global recession is inevitable. Sell-off across stocks, bonds, and oil prices is carnage. Plenty of bad days since the coronavirus, yet today feels a little different. And that's also kind of a good thing. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Pick up the phone if you have questions. Drop me an email at rob at robblackshow.com if you want to go that direction. We'll take a break here. We'll be right back. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and your money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. So oil's the big tell today. It's been a kind of a tell for the last week as white prices got weaker and weaker and weaker. Two, three weeks ago, when the 10-year Treasury started going beneath 1.5, 1.4, I was like, this is not good. This is like a horror movie. Don't be afraid yet, because it's going to get worse. Another shoe hit today. Oil prices are down. Here's what the professionals have to say. <clears throat> a global recession is now almost inevitable. So says Nigel Green, the chief executive and founder of DeVere Group. Oil's sharpest one-day price since the 1991 Gulf War has further fueled the sell-off in stocks. Global markets started a couple weeks ago. Fears coronavirus is going to severely damage economic growth with the combination of the implications of the oil standoff in the outbreak. He now thinks it's inevitable, almost inevitable. Neil Wilson Chief Market Analyst at Markets.com says this will be remembered as Black Monday. If you thought it couldn't get any worse than the last fortnight, think again. The blood is really running in the streets. There's carnage out there. Equities have been caught in the blast from the oil bomb. There's a risk of losses in oil positions needing to be covered by selling down elsewhere. Remember how a couple of weeks ago we started talking about that premise of Bank stocks you can't own right now with the 10-year interest rate where it is. Oil stocks, it's they can't make profits at $30 a barrel. That should interest you. So there's kind of two legs to the stool that are very, very weak, financials and oil. I don't know if you want to sit on a two-legged stool. Next up. Connor Campbell, a financial analyst at SpreadX. There's been plenty of bad days since the coronavirus infected investors. Yet Monday's session feels a little different kettle of fish entirely. Once again, raising the specter of the financial crisis, the European market struggles. Single-day losses have not been seen this bad since the aftermath of Lehman Brothers. That would be in 2008. 
Another analyst says, this is an oil price collapse on a scale not seen since the Gulf War, unless there's a fresh agreement between the Saudis who can manage with oil at this level and Russia, which can't, we can expect the price to remain under pressure. Russia's kind of messing it up. They've got oil, not as good as the Saudi oil, but Saudi's got more money than Russia. Russia is an economy that, to keep things going, they kind of need to keep those taps on. So that's out there right now. The app called Robinhood has gone down again. Uh oh. <laughs> Shame on, fail once, shame on you. Fail twice, shame on me, right? Will people flee that app? Stocks are on the cusp of a bear market. Now, a bear market and recession tend to go hand in hand. The bear market, the stock market tends to go into the bear market before the recession. The market is a leading indicator. The market looks six months out. And if you do the math right now, what are we in March? So you go April, May, June, July, August, September. That's election time. So the market's looking six months out, September. It's telling you we're going to be 20% off our highs pretty fast here. What's that tell you? A bear market is defined as a 20% decline. In theory, We'll be in a uh, recession in about six months, but we'll also see the stock market come out of the recession probably before we see the last of the job cuts. How long does the bear market last? How long does the recession last? Again, we're not there, but it's certainly signaling. Now, let's take the opposite side of this conversation. What signals are you looking for to see that it's time to buy? Stocks have not been this attractive versus bonds since the 1950s. The big old decline in stocks over the last month, along with plunging yields, have brought equity valuations down to cheap levels relative to bonds. Oppenheimer upgraded Apple to outperform. J.P. Morgan upgraded General Electric this morning. Cowan upgraded Verizon. Baird upgrades Western Digital. Piper Sandler upgrades J.P. Morgan. Big old swath of stocks getting upgraded. And those names aren't being upgraded because, like, they're coronavirus plays or they're stay-in plays. The one that looks like a stay-in-the-house kind of play was... um, Activision. Steven's name's Activision Blizzard top pick. But uh, Evercore is upgrading Southwest, which is shoot while you can. You might be able to see the wide of their eyes. You might get lucky and get a headshot right now. Robinhood app going down again, causing customers to miss out on a historic trading day. Free stock trading, I guess, has a price, right? That it doesn't always work in, in sticky days. Trading is currently down on Robinhood. They're investigating the issue. Robinhood's outage comes just weeks um, after their last big technical problem when the market had its biggest one-day up day. Now, here's a down day, so I guess it doesn't really matter, huh? Jim Cramer's on CNBC screaming about what a bad day it is. 
He's saying the collapse in oil and bond yields have put the stock market in uncharted waters. The speed and the thinness, thinly traded. That's interesting. The collapse in yields and the oil is signaling an imminent recession, he adds. What will the president's response be? I don't know. I can tell you that the last time we saw oil drop like this, uh, George Bush Sr. didn't get reelected. And there's a, a, a phrase, or maybe it's called a saw. Is that, are, there, are they called saws? There's a phrase out there that America votes with their wallets. I, I think there's some truth to that. It happened again in 2006, 2008. Um, Kramer is going a step further. He's tweeting that the moves in oil and yields on top of the already widespread market concerns, unprecedented and exceeds the chaos of 2007 to 2009. I think we got your attention, right? Costco is pulling their free samples because, you know, I don't know if you want like a beanie weenie of Vienna sausages that's sitting on a tray that people are coughing on kind of thing. Tasty little bites are being taken out of Costco. And again, it's kind of funny because I'd rather just not go to Costco. If I'm worried about the virus, I'd just rather stay in. Call Amazon and say, bring me some Perel. I don't want to go to the big store. So what do you think about that? Costco, sign of the times, pulling free samples. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. We are not going to look at a V-shaped recovery. It's going to be more of a U-shape is the thought. And we're going to have to put in a bottom at some point and go sideways. The idea of it just being a correction pretty much so va- vanished when the oil markets collapsed. There's a, a flat-out war in pricing for oil. And this is the opposite of what OPEC does well. OPEC, in theory does a pretty good job of supplying the market of oil, supplying the world markets with enough oil, but not too much. They want you to fill up your gas-guzzling SUV, but they don't want to give out too much just in case it lowers prices. So oil prices fell as much as 31% today, essentially yesterday. Saudi Arabia ratcheted up pressure on Russia by slashing its list prices by most, uh, the largest amount since in 20 years. So Saudi Arabia is not playing poker with Russia. Russia's like, well, we're going to keep pumping. And like, oh, yeah? And Saudi Arabia looks over their shoulder, well, we got a couple billion barrels of this stuff that we'll take $20 off the sticker price. Some people are now calling for $20 oil. That would be a bottom. Maybe 25 basis points, 10-year treasury. That would be probably a bottom. 
And I say that because who knows? If a bank fails, if a big ETF goes offline, if a big hedge fund bet the wrong way and implodes, and then they have to unwind more of a position, when you go down, this is what happens. Warren Buffett once said something along the lines of, you find out who's not wearing swim trunks when the tide comes in, or the tide goes out. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Mixing up all my metaphors. But, uh, yeah, that's what you fear now, is we know oil prices are dropping. We know the 10-year is low. We know the job market's great, but that'll probably be the next shoe that falls in first-time unemployment claims. We're going to have to lay off some people in our oil sector because our oil is not as good as Saudi oil, and we don't have billions and billions and billions of it laying around waiting to, to be sold. Ours are a lot in the, the oil sands, and we have to do a lot of fracking to get oil in North America, which I'm not even going to go into the politics on that one. So Saudi Arabia not playing poker. Now, who does this hurt? And we still, we're still figuring out who coronavirus hurts, but I can tell you who one, one business coronavirus is going to hurt. We know airlines, because people don't want to get on planes and cough on each other. We know people aren't going to South by Southwest. We saw a big tennis tournament canceled. But the hotel industry is waking up to the adverse effects of the coronavirus themselves. So if we're not flying places, we're not staying places. Conference cancellations, corporate travel restrictions, cratering stock valuations, lodging owners are pulling guidance. There's a company called Ryman Hospitality, which owns big old conference hotels at the Grand Ole Opry. And they're saying, you know, these cancellations, they could put us out of business. Very interesting, right? Now, who does falling oil prices hurt today? And this one's not obvious. I saw a quote from Elon Musk over the weekend that he goes, the way people are overreacting to coronavirus is silly. And I thought about that for a second. I'm like, oh, boy. He's pissed. His, he's, he's losing billions in valuation. Tesla shares opened up down big today, down 14-plus percent. In large part, stock had climbed too far too fast. I think we all know that. It went from 240 to 900, and it was impressive as far as a move goes. But it was a little based off profitability, maybe a little bit based off, oh, I hate big oil. Big oil dirties the world. Who are these monsters driving SUVs? So electric vehicles were the story for the last six months. Now that oil prices have dropped, eh, I could fill up for 40 bucks instead of filling up for 90 bucks. I don't need no electric vehicle. That's the thought. Funny how that works, right? So Tesla shares are plunging. Dwindling oil prices triggered by the breakup of the OPEC plus alliance spells trouble for Tesla. Russia and Saudi Arabia are flooding the market with cheap oil. The company's expensive battery-driven vehicles become a tougher sell. 
Then you get the slowdown in China as well. Another major challenge, given a big part of the company's growth trajectory, is dependent on that country. So the China story got a little bit of luster taken off, and oil just got a lot cheaper. So the electric vehicle will pay more because oil's so expensive anyway. Well, oil's not that expensive anymore. Oil's the big story of the day. People are starting to put pressure on their governments to act now. And I don't know. I said last week, you know, we, we've Seattle had become a ghost town. They seem to get the news, but I went to a soccer game this weekend. Wasn't crazy about it. It was terribly underattended, but LeBron has said things. I'm not playing basketball unless there's fans in the seats. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. I'm not an epidemiologist. I'm not a, a virologist. All I can tell you is Costco's free food samples are being pulled, and I think that says everything. If it doesn't say everything, it says a lot, right? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, circuit breaker has been triggered today. And it's keeping stocks from falling through the floor. They're cutting the number of people who could run for the door. Dow craters 1,400 points. S&P 500 sinks 5 plus percent. Where do we close today? That's also going to be a very interesting angle. When do you see the math turn around and the programs and the computers start to buy? The FDA and the FTC have warned televangelist Jim Baker and six others to stop selling fraudulent coronavirus products. Those are the worst. When there's a disaster and people start selling gouging others, but when people start preying on people's fears, mm. so don't believe anything like these teas, essential oils, tinctures, or colloidal silver will not treat any disease. So the FDA is on this right now and citing in particular the Jim Baker show as basically pushing a panic. Trump says oil price plunge is good for the consumer. Oh, please don't talk right now. There was a point in time, and this is gonna you're gonna remember this weirdly. In the 2006-2008 recession, the Great Recession. In that period of time, when the market was going down, or the market would start going up. And I swear to you, this was a CNBC thing. Anytime there'd be a news conference that had President Bush, the markets would go lower. It was like, no matter what he would try to say, it couldn't give us confidence. And I remember that in a funny way, because it's like, that doesn't seem right, but it kind of was. President Donald Trump said today that falling oil prices are good for consumers while he blamed the media in Russia and Saudi Arabia, arguing over the price and flow of oil. Oil prices down 20%. Saudi Arabia has announced price cuts and production increases. Turmoil has contributed to several weeks of chaotic market declines. It's funny because low oil should help world economies. One of the major costs of doing business is 
people, right? People aren't going to work. They're staying at home. They're told not to travel. But another major cost of business is energy. $30 oil, not good. I think you're going to come out of this recession or come out of this market period of time, and you're going to have a lot of new maxims, things that you know how to say. Ten-year treasury, we want it above 1%. Oh, boy. Nursing homes. My mom's in a nursing home, and I don't even want to think about you know the idea of what's going on right now. For one patient... The nursing homes are pretty good drama right now to talk about um, because they contain old people who are more likely uh, prone to viruses and infections. Like it can hurt them a lot more than it can hurt a healthy young person. But there was one old person in an old folks' home up in Seattle who went from symptom free to dead in hours. Whoa. I don't think we have a lot of the concepts of public health right in the United States. A lot going on here. Trump expresses astonishing lack of presidentialness. At this point in time, we need to look to our leaders. It's very, very interesting. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. There's absolute destruction out there today. Oil prices have collapsed as Saudi Arabia has started a price war with Russia. It's interesting because on one hand, it's really, really good for world economies. On the other hand, any country that produces oil is going to feel a pinch. There's absolute destruction out there today. There's a phrase, again, that someone like Warren Buffett says quite a bit. You find out who's not wearing underwear or swim trunks when the tide goes out. Tide's going out right now. We're going to find some oil companies that go bankrupt. At the end of the day, maybe even today, there's going to be a lot of money to be made from this situation. Stay calm. Take your time. Don't obsess about where your portfolio is now versus recent highs. Think about it from Warren Buffett's perspective. He's probably been bored out of his mind the last couple of years because the markets are at all-time highs. He likes to find bargains to buy. I'm going to be paying close attention to him. He helps pick market bottoms because he makes big bets. Now, unfortunately, it's typically a big bet. And let me give you kind of a crazy example. Um, Let's say there's a company that makes airplanes, and we'll call them XYZ. XYZ is getting hit because people don't want to fly, and airlines don't want new planes right now because people don't want to fly. So that company gets in perilous trouble. They've committed X amount of dollars to manufacture planes, and people are saying, we don't want them right now. That company needs financing. Someone like Warren Buffett can go in and say, well, here's a billion dollars to tie you over, but I want 10% of your shares. And like, you're, what, what, what? What a good deal for him. 
but that's typically something we need to see. In the energy space, there's going to be a lot of bankruptcies. There's going to be some companies that come through without reducing the distributions at all. You'll have a chance to buy them at a dividend yield of 25-30% if you are savvy right now. There's a lot of relative value being created. If you swap out what you have now and get better quality, that's what uh, you try to do in a scenario like this. The coronavirus is a big story right now. Tesla CEO Elon Musk thinks the coronavirus panic is dumb. A million Twitter users liked this idea. His tweet was, the coronavirus panic is dumb. Wow. Tech and auto industries are, are canceling conferences. Supply chains are becoming disrupted. The billionaire tech tycoon said Friday afternoon, sparking a debate about whether people are overreacting to the respiratory illness that has killed more than 3,800 people, mostly in China. Again, if you were to compare it just to the flu, you would say this is a dumb overreaction. And wouldn't it be almost ironic? Almost ironic that the stock market could get up and rock and roll for 10 straight years, and then it's taken down by the common cold. I'm not going to say that, but there's some there's something there, right? Like a, a nuclear missile could have hit the stock market, and it still would have gone higher. Achoo! One of the uh, disruptions that we had years ago was what was called the Asian flu. And it had nothing to do with flu. It had to do with financing. But one company had problems with financing. That led to another company having problems with financing, which led to another type of situation. The World Health Organization has not declared the coronavirus a pandemic, though the disease has been reported on every continent except Antarctica. The International Health Agency recently confirmed the illness is more lethal than the flu. People have cut down and go to the gym. People have backed away from house hunting. People are canceling travel plans. People are hoarding toilet paper. I had to use my hands this weekend. <sighs> Kidding. But again, you probably thought, eh, Saudi is not going to get into a price war. Rush is not. That's the last thing, but that's how it happens, man. The things that push you into a, a panic. Gasoline could fall below $2 a gallon in the coming weeks in the United States. Now, again, in California, that won't happen. But we will see the price drop. We have too many taxes in California on our gasoline to ever get below $2. Driven by oil prices that are plunging, major producers failed to agree to a plan to prop up crude prices over the weekend. It's always interesting. And the one country that could really afford to, like, to take it on the nose, Saudi Arabia and OPEC, and OPEC. Of course, everyone knows gasoline is derived from oil, I think. If Saudi Arabia can keep oil at $20 a barrel, they'll stop. The U.S. won't be able to frack. Like That's a price where it's tough for us to get it out of the ground profitably. So they could win market share 
interesting little like ways to play the game, right? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. The elbow is connected to the knee bone, and we're starting to see that with the coronavirus. The next thing that should start falling would be the dollar. Ten-year treasury marched lower. I've never seen it march like that. It was like on a death march lower. Oil collapsed. We haven't seen this type of collapse since the early 90s. The dollar's the next shoe to fall, probably, and then you're going to start seeing problems with corporate debt. So I'm not an alarmist. I'm not calling for a recession. I'm saying things are pointing that way. Um, And if we avoid it, it'll be a narrow escape. Too much is telling us. Ten-year was a big problem. Oil's now a big problem. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't forget, you can check out newfocusfinancial.com. It's New Focus Financial for more information on the markets and how to deal with these kind of situations.